Hi guys, welcome to Film Happy Hour. This is a podcast where I'll be reviewing movies and TV shows with the assistance of cocktails. Every week I'll be having a guest that has an interest in film and TV and getting their opinion on the films or the TV shows that they have been watching. From writers and directors to everyday movie lovers, I plan to get everyone involved. This week I was supposed to have a guest, but you know, life does happen and I wasn't able to get her on today, but we have rescheduled and I can't wait for her to be on the show. However, hopefully next week <laughs> next week's guest work everything works well and he'll be able to come on here. You will have recognized him from TikTok. He does reviews on there and he has a YouTube channel. I don't want to spoil too much because I want him to introduce himself and give himself the credit that he deserves. Now, this episode will be shorter because initially I didn't go out as much in terms of looking for new projects because I didn't want the podcast to be too long with two people reviewing. So because I divided it by two, it's going to be half an episode. So normally I'd have like three or four um, projects to review. This week I only have two. So that's one movie and one TV show. And then what I recommend later on for you guys to watch. Well, so it's going to be a nice buy. It won't be like a long, long. Well, the normal ones aren't long. I aim for the episodes to be like 30 minutes long. So this one will be very quick. So the cocktail we're drinking today is Paloma. It is a tequila based cocktail. I think you can tell that there's a running theme here, me and tequila. You know what? Next week, I think it's going to be rum. I'm going to try and get a rum one. If there's a cocktail that you want us to try that you're scared to try in, just let me know and I can try that for you. Also, PCA, I don't know why my voice is so deep. It's been like that for a couple of days and it doesn't want to return back to how it's supposed to be. So bear with me. Hopefully by next week, I'm back to normal. Lord knows, um, I, I, I do like a husky voice, I won't lie. <laughs> Anywho, um, back to the cocktail. This drink is commonly prepared by mixing tequila, lime juice and grapefruit flavored soda. Okay, uh, if you watch out on Sunday, I'll be posting how I made it and we can make it together and you can let me know whether you'd actually drink these drinks. If you've gathered by now, I'm all about the cocktails. I'm all about the wine. I'm all about the trying all of that, which is why I'm this kind of what made me want to start this podcast because I love film and I love alcohol in different forms. Anyway, <laughs> not to sound like an alcoholic. I think we should dive right into today's episode. You're listening to Film Happy Hour with Snow. Welcome, guys. Welcome back. That was a beautiful intro, wasn't it? Lovely. Um, so what I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with the movie first. Now, the movie I'll be reviewing is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, I don't watch horror films. I rarely, rarely will ever watch them. I think um, from worst to best, it would go horror, then rom-coms. So... I'm already biased. I'm giving, I'm putting that out there. I'm already biased when it comes to horror films. Thrillers, I can let slide. Psychological thrillers, I can let slide. But horrors, yeah, no, no. You can't catch me. You know, I said, let me try this one. Now, it was released on the 18th of February. You can find it on Netflix. It's part of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. So that this is the ninth installment. So they've been making these kind of movies. And this one is a sequel. Now, at the time of when I watched it, I didn't know this again. I don't watch horror films, so I wouldn't have known the history 
of the movie, the franchise, basically. I wouldn't have known because I wouldn't have researched it because I don't watch horror films. I rate you guys that do, personally. I don't like watching things that make me scared. I don't see why people would like that, why they'd want that. But um, fair enough if you do. Um, just to give you a heads up before I go into how the film is and I describe the film and that this is a spoiler review and I feel like you should know that before I go into detail. For those of you that want to know what they describe the film, if, you ha if you're like me that didn't know anything, it's basically influencers that were looking to breathe new life into a Texas ghost town encounter. Leatherface, the legendary killer who wears a mask of human skin. If that doesn't make sense. They're, they're a group of kids, a group of young adults that move to a rural area in Texas and um, they try to gentrify the area. So they work with the bank and they throw out the tenants and whatever. So now it's a ghost town. No one lives there anymore apart from this lady. Now this lady lives in what I think she's one of the few tenants left behind. But she was arguing, saying that she spoke to the bank and the bank let her keep the house. Only And then there was a bit of mishap. There was a bit of back and forth and whatnot. Uh, later on, we find out that the lady was correct but before we find that out she's been thrown out now on the way to the hospital because she started to have like cardiac arrest and whatnot she dies she dies on route to the hospital now that kind of unleashes leatherface who is the texas chainsaw murderer and we get to just see that um develop and snowball and there's there is a lot of gore and there's a lot of murder but it's not even the thing is this myth wasn't even scary it was like it was funny, but not funny, haha. -ha. Funny as in like the like you people watch this. Like it was comical. Like out of five, I'd give it like a two, maybe like a one point five. Like I, I don't know. I just I personally wouldn't recommend you guys to watch this film. It was a waste of your time. It was you know apparently it, it was based on a murderer who had the same nature, but but the story itself is fictional. There isn't a Texas Chainsaw. Um, murder up out there in Texas if you guys are planning on going there it's free to go <laughs> do your thing but um personally I I just thought it's very like it when you watch it it gives the like the budget of I've got I've got like a nice camera let's go out and make a, a movie for if you're listening and you're from the UK like GCSE's drama just for like a drama project that's how it that's what it gave me it didn't I just when I was watching it I was like are you being serious this is why the duration of the film is one hour and 30 minutes I'm really happy it was that short because if it was any longer I feel like they would have dragged it and if it was any earlier actually I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if it was earlier than that I personally again wouldn't recommend it was just a waste of my time I, I feel like I could have watched something else well here's the trailer for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Harlow is a ghost town. We have a vision for this place. All it needs is young blood. I don't want to live here. This is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere. Somewhere safe. Hey guys, you should see this. What are you doing in our house? You really shouldn't be here.
This is Hardesty. Sally? I'm afraid your old friend's back. Fifty years I've been waiting for this night. Just to see him again. Who? that he wants. I'm not gonna let him kill you. Fear no evil, fear no evil. Try anything in your cancel, bro. Welcome back from listening to the trailer. Now, again, the movie. I don't know what the hell is going on over there. Um, I, this is why I like, you know, Netflix recommends, you know, if, you, if you're if you an adamant Netflix watcher, in the corner, there's like a, a rating system and it'll be like 80%, 70%, 60%, 40, whatever. And mine, it didn't even give me a percentage because it knew not to recommend nonsense to me right i watched it out of curiosity and you know what it killed the cat and yeah i'm not doing that again <laughs> i'm joking i am i am i think that's one of my things this year to um not shut movies down before their time and uh i see i've learned about this franchise that i did not know about even though i wouldn't have minded not, not knowing about it but i just can't i can't tell you anything i'm just so surprised and people find this entertaining like even the ending didn't make sense like i saw what they were trying to do with the ending like shock factor like oh my goodness well we're finally they've got their happy ending they can go home but one of them dies like brutally anyway again there is a lot of gore there's a lot of guts and there's a lot of decapitating and there's a lot of if that stuff you know don't like it i wouldn't recommend you watching it overall i wouldn't recommend you watching the film anyway because again it's a waste of your time i wouldn't even put it on as background music if i'm being quite honest i really didn't see the point in it at all at all so those are my two cents about it to add on a third cent rotten tomatoes rated it 31 so it's rotten so if you need more <laughs> advice on whether you should what don't watch it don't watch it don't no nah, don't give in it doesn't make any sense as to why you'd watch it if you like horror films fair enough but don't watch it don't waste your time don't do that to yourself don't watch it there was hardly any talking it was just murder chainsaw noises screaming dialogue for like two seconds music that was it that's why it just gave me very much production made from high schoolers so again not to shit on the film because you know some people may have enjoyed it but again i wouldn't recommend you to watch it and now on to the tv show section i was going back and forth about what tv show to review i wanted to review suspicion but i feel like with suspicion not a lot has happened for me to tell you whether you should watch it or not it's going very suspicious in terms of plot and like i can tell you what's happening but i can't tell you whether it makes sense for what is happening and why it's happening and i feel like once i can't let you know that i can't really sit here and tell you whether you should watch it or not so i had to watch something that had caught my eye and severance severance had caught my eye because ben stiller was a named executive producer and if you know ben stiller you know zoolander you know night at the museum you know he's a you know a bait name so when i saw that he's a executive producer on the project i was like okay and then i watched the trailer now in watching the trailer it gave me a completely different vibe from what i know ben stiller as i know him as a comedy guy i know him as someone that makes people laugh so i was like okay then i watched the trailer 
and it completely changed my perspective on the projects that he chooses. No, I'm not saying every project he's chosen were all comedy, but majority of them. If you think of Ben Stiller, if you think of Steve Carroll, there's some there's certain actors. If you think of Kevin Hart, there's certain actors when you think of them, initially you're gonna think the project or film or TV show that they're in is going to be funny. You're not you're not going to assume that it's gonna be very intense or very direct and i was so happy to be proven wrong before i even dive into it a bit more here is the trailer for severance every time you find yourself here it's because you chose to come back hello my name is mark s and i have of my own free accord elected to undergo the procedure known as severance. I give consent to sever my memories between my work life and my personal life. I acknowledge that once the procedure is complete, I will be unable to access my personal memories whilst on the severed floor. Say gratitude. Nor will I retain work memories. Hey. Sorry, when I return home at the end of the day. I make these statements freely. Hi kids, what's for dinner? We warned you. About the greeting, you were kidding. We hate it. How many reasons did we come up with? Eight. Good morning. Hi, Mr. Milchek. Mark, could I have a word? Petey is no longer with this company. I'm sorry, Mark. You guys are one of my favorite office friendships. What happened? We'd love to tell you, but unfortunately, non-disclosure policy forbids. I confer upon you the advanced role of department chief. Congratulations. A handshake is available upon request. Thank you. May I have a handshake? My name is Petey. I'm from work. So, we're friends? I'm your best friend. Nothing is what they say. I used to think it would take a monster to put someone in a place like that office. Especially if the person was himself. If you want to know what's going on down there, you'll find the beginning of a very long answer. What is it we actually do here? It's important your eyes be kind. Do you know how to make your eyes kind? trailer of severance the tv show that is on apple tv the episode the show was released on friday last week and it released two episodes and it should release every week on fridays the episodes last between 50 to 57 minutes so i'd say an hour per episode the cast contains adam scott daishan lackman john Taroro, and christopher walken but these are only some of the many cast members just to give you an insight of the 
names of the people that you may recognize these are just a handful of them now the show bio is described as mark who's adam scott leads a team of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided between their work and personal lives when a mysterious colleague appears outside of work it begins a journey to discover the truth about their jobs giving you a heads up again this is a spoiler review if you don't want too much information uh i'd say come back after you've watched it and we can discuss it and if you want to go the extra mile you can tweet me at film happy hour or dm me and we can talk about it there oi now what initially happened how it fell in my lap to watch it was i was watching macbeth on apple tv and it gave me a trailer of severance the one you've just heard i was like okay and then i saw ben stiller's name and i was like what ben stiller's like a director he's the executive on like this project i was like okay i need to give this more time then after seeing how unique this story was i was like okay yeah i need to, i need to watch this because i've i haven't seen anything where i think the closest i've seen something talk about playing with the mind in terms of choosing memories and whatever is like selfless these are mostly movies though not tv shows unless there's a tv show you can think of that i haven't really come to mind to just let me know and i, I wouldn't mind trying it out too but I think that's what drew me, the story and the names. So episode one, that I feel like altogether that it's a it's quite slow. It's a slow developing story. Um, there's a lot of silence and the color contrast of the show is like really sad colors, like a a grey, a bland blue. Hopefully that makes sense. It yeah, just like them kind of colors, so you can literally see that this is going to be kind of intense. But you don't know how intense it's going to be because up to now I still haven't really understood on how intense it will be. But the way that episode two ends, you can begin to see that they're going to develop it more. And it's kind of got me stoked. The next episode comes out tomorrow and I can't wait to see what they're doing with that. But I feel like they're really getting their cues in terms of this is supposed to be not scary, but intimidated. This is supposed to make you think a bit more. So it really it works together hand in hand. I'm not confused. I'm really in tune with the show and with the episode, which I'm really happy about because I hate when you're watching something and you're like, what's happening? But not what's happening in terms of you're excited to find out more. What's happening in terms of you're just confused through the get-go 10 minutes in 15 minutes in 20 minutes in like you're just you want to take it off because you're like where is this story going but here the underlining theme is still the same these individuals all had something going on in their personal life that they couldn't like bear the pain of it anymore they couldn't bear the severity of the situation that they were going through that they decided to offer themselves up for a surgical incision in the mind that when they get to work they don't remember their outside life and vice versa and it made me think like if that was a thing would you open your open your mind pun intended would you open your mind to that would you want to select what parts of you knows what bits because already people struggle with memory but imagine being selective of that and, and this is another thing that drew me to the tv show if i'm being honest it made me question a lot of things that we as people are succumbed to because we have to but if we could choose our way i guess it could fall into like cosmetic surgery and stuff things that we elect for ourselves would you elect this procedure do you feel like you would want to live two separate lives but then would you that would cost a piece of yourself would you be open to that it's kind of like a nice discussion and i think um i can't wait to have them with my friends because they haven't started it yet but i'm telling them they need to go watch it now i really like the originality 
it really drew me in and the the music cues as well it like it builds the intensity the like something crazy is gonna happen and then uh, like the intensity builds and builds and builds and then something happens and if you're not aware if you're not alert it can go over your head and it's just I, I don't know I just I really liked it I definitely recommend you guys to watch it because I feel like it'll make you question a lot of things in your life not like it too intensely but in terms of would I have chosen this for myself? Would I have chosen this choice today? Would I, if I had chosen to know this, would, would I want to know this? If that makes sense? I, hopefully it does. But there's a lot, it, it made me realize how much power is in choice and just being open-minded to things. Would you want to be open-minded? Do you see what I mean? Like it just, it, all the questions just keep coming and keep coming. And I feel like when a show or a movie does that to you, it's really good. Um, Talking about really good, the, uh, the Rotten Tomato score is 97%. So it's certified fresh if you need the extra push to go watch the show. I hope you do because it's nice to see Ben Stiller as a director. He did really well in terms of camera angles, in terms of when he should, you know, what to capture, what not to capture, what was decremental to the scene, what wasn't, I don't know. I just, it was really good. It was really good. Um, I'm really excited for you guys to watch it and let me know what you think because I really liked it. So there's one show I've recommended, which is Severance and something that is going in the bin with its rotten self <laughs> is Texas. Chainsaw Massacre. Again, I don't watch horror films. I was biased already about it. I'm happy I let you guys know beforehand because I don't want to be held accountable. That movie was trash. I wasted one hour and 30 minutes and I don't want you guys to waste your one hour and 30 minutes because in the words of Molly May, we all have the same 24 hours. <laughs> anyway, we have now reached the segment of what I recommend to watch and what to look out for. If you listen to last week's podcast, the show I recommended was Bel Air and I will be reviewing it next week with the guest that I hinted at the beginning of the podcast. I am intrigued to see what he has to say about the show. If you've watched the show, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't watched the show, go hurry up and watch it and catch up so that by Friday next week, you're up to date and we can get into the nitty gritty kind of stuff because this Bel Air show... Let me not even, let me not even go into it too much. I don't want to ruin it. First up is Inventing Anna. Now, Inventing Anna came out on Netflix quite a while ago, roughly two weeks. If you know Shondaland, that's a production company. It produced Scandal, it produced Bridgerton, it produced Grey's Anatomy. There's some big names under that belt. Um, I'm, pre I'm pretty sure you're going to like it. And you'll also recognize some familiar faces. And I, I don't want to ruin it for you. I want you to go watch it and be like, oh, I know this one from this and that one from there. So I won't dive in too much into the cast unless you don't know the name. If you don't know the name, they won't know who I'm talking about. We've got Jeff Perry. We've got Levine Cox. We've got Anders Holm. We've got Anna DeVere, Alexis Floyd, Katie Lowes, Julia Garner and Anna Klumsky. So if you recognize some of them names, then you should know you should have watched this by now. Inventing Anna tells the true story of Anna Sorkin, the Instagram legendary German heiress who stole the hearts of the New York social scene while she also stole their money. The series follows Anna and the journalist who is investigating her after she's arrested. Should I blow your socks off? I feel like I should. This series is based on Jessica Presser's incredible article from The Cut in 2018. 
which detailed how Anna Delvey rose to fame and how she used her false identity as a German heiress with a $60 million trust fund to steal a lot of money and scam numerous financial institutions. Basically, inventing Anna is based on a real babe. It's based on a real person, you know? And that's so mad. Like, I've been knowing there's scammers out there, you know? I just know about the scammers that steal from old people, not the scammers that steal from Wall Street, not the scammers that steal from banks, not the scammers that steal from their fellow rich people. Inventing Anna just gives you um, an insight into the uptown people and just see how they really believe in drip or drown and in this time they were drowning they were drowning on that fraud (laughs) they were drowning on that german heiress but you know what apparently she did her thing she owned it they believed her so what can you say you know i mean if you own it if you own a part and confidence is a very big thing so if you again watch the show and you'll see how she was conducting herself she was very she was showing you that she was that babe she was showing you that why you were like there's a bit where she was like are you poor are you just fat (laughs) like how what do you pick what what do you pick from the two really and truly but i don't want to go into it too much because i don't want to ruin it for you Inventing Anna is something different in terms of what I normally watch. I don't really watch it, but I'm a fan of Shondaland and I like her projects and I like uh, the stuff that she produces, like Bridgerton, um, Grey's Anatomy. I was about to say Game of Thrones. I don't even talk about that show anymore. The ones that get it, get it. And the ones that don't, don't. So I'm not going to talk about Gots. Now we're on the second recommendation. We've got The Fear Index. It basically shows a scientist who turned into a Wall Street tycoon becoming the target of a plot to destroy the world's financial markets. So it's kind of like a psychological thriller. It's kind of like we need to beat time. I need to show that I'm innocent and that kind of it's given like very much 24 kind of action if you're like i said a fan of 24 a fan of race against time kind of stuff this will be right up your alley they have episodes released out the duration are between 45 minutes to an hour so it's pretty pretty standard for being honest i definitely recommend you guys to go check it out because obviously I, you can see i'm honest if i tell if there's something you should watch you shouldn't watch it if there's something you should watch you watch it if that makes sense <laughs> i'm gonna say it's slower if there's something you should watch, you should watch it. And if there's something you shouldn't watch, you shouldn't watch it. I'm saying uh, that's what I'd say to you. I wouldn't want you to waste your time, basically. It's available on Now TV. Well, now it's called Now. Give it a look. If there is something, though, that you'd like me to review, let me know. Send a cheeky DM. We can find out. I'll let you know whether it's worth it. If there's some hidden gems that you feel like I should know, you want to give it light of day, again, let me know. If you want to interact with me properly, you can at me at Movie Connoisseur and we can talk on there. I'm really down for the discussion because this is what this place is supposed to be. Now, like I said, this is a quick episode. Very quick that, you know, I have been your host, Snow, of Film Happy Hour. Can't wait to see you guys same place, same time next week with a guest, hopefully, and drinking that cheeky cocktail. Okay, have a lovely weekend and don't do anything I wouldn't do.